Well, good morning. How are we doing this morning? We good? It's January 1st, so obviously yesterday, December 31st, 2022. How many of y'all stayed up to watch the ball drop? Probably many of you. How many of you didn't stay up to watch the ball drop? Yes. Uh, my wife and I got to like 10.30. We were like, you just want to go to bed? And we said yes. And then we actually set an alarm to watch the ball drop. Uh, with our eyes like half open, and then we went back to sleep. And it was great. Uh, but welcome to 2023. And January 1st is a very special day for uh, for me personally, a couple different reasons. Obviously, uh, today is a new year, which is awesome. But today is also my youngest sister's birthday. Uh, she turns 10 years old today. Just kidding, Nora. You turned 17 today. I do know this. Uh, if you're watching online uh, all the way in Knoxville, Tennessee, happy birthday to you. Um, and I hope today's awesome. Uh, but like I said, today is also the start of a new year, 2023. And it's pretty crazy that I'm up here talking to you about the year 2023. Because the year 2023 sounds pretty futuristic, does it not? To me, the year 2023 kind of sounds like a year that an 80s sci-fi movie would use to like travel into the future. But here we are in the year 2023, living in it today. And new years bring a lot of new with them. New goals, new plans, new opportunities, new resolutions, a lot of new. But I also believe that New Year's, while a great time to look forward to all the things that we want to do in the next year, it's also a great time to look back at the year that was. And I thought it would be fun and maybe a little terrifying to take a look at all that happened in the year 2022. And before we jump into that, uh, my name's Zach. I am the student minister here. Uh, Rob is off today, so I have the privilege of, of bringing you all the word this morning. So, what happened in 2022? Well, we had the slap heard around the world. Back in March at the Academy Awards, Will Smith got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock in the face. That is a thing that happened last year. To me, that feels like a decade ago, but apparently that was last year. And we were all trying to figure out, was this at all planned? Uh, did he just do this on his own? What's going on there? Big, big controversy. Uh, a couple months later, uh, Top Gun Maverick would go on to dominate uh, the box office. A sequel to a movie that came out nearly 40 years ago became the fifth highest grossing movie of all time here in the States in a post-pandemic world, which is kind of crazy, and the 11th highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. In fact, this will be the first year in now nine years that the top two movies at the box office for the year are not a Marvel or a Star Wars movie, which is... Pretty crazy. Uh, on top of that, Taylor Swift uh, broke the internet. She released a new album called Midnight's, occupied all 10 spots on the Billboard Top 10 a week after its release. The first time that this has ever happened. Stranger Things season four also uh, came out in 2022, breaking all kinds of streaming records. The number eight billion, the world population reached eight billion people. We also just had the World Cup a couple weeks ago. I believe Argentina won that, which is, which is cool. Uh, on some sadder notes, the Queen passed away. I'm not really uh, familiar with like the crown or how any of that works, um, but I know that was, that was a big deal. 
And we had the Russia invasion of Ukraine, the largest armed conflict in Europe since World War II, which saw the displacement of 15.7 million Ukrainians. And believe it or not, nearly three years later, COVID is still a thing that you can get, which is kind of wild. These are just a few things that happened in our world last year. Many of those things feel like they were forever ago, or maybe for some of you it feels like they happened just yesterday. But as we look inward and reflect and look inside ourselves, there's probably a lot that happened last year that we don't want to remember. Or maybe there's a lot that we do. But as the Psalms will show us today, one specific Psalm in particular, reflection is an essential part of the human experience of the spiritual experience, of a relationship with God. Reflection is very important, but it's very hard. And for me, as I started to reflect on the year that was in 2022, I had a lot of car troubles in 2022. Those of you who are very close to me know this. Uh, you probably got a text from me about every other week uh, asking for a ride. Um, but that was kind of what my year felt like. I think my car broke down on the side of the road like twice, had to change belts, all sorts of stuff I don't understand. Luckily, my wife's dad uh, knows a lot about cars. My dad knows a lot about cars. Um, a lot of you who have helped me this year, this past year, know a lot about cars. But I, I got real tight with Neil Automotive. Uh, we became best friends. I actually got a Christmas card from them. Uh, I'm sure they do that for all of their customers, but I almost felt like uh, that we should send one back to them. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know, but uh, we moved past the small talk pretty quick. Uh, we spent a lot of time together in 2022, and to be honest, we might be starting 2023 on kind of the same note, but that's okay. We'll be fine. Car issues uh, may sound very trivial, and for the most part, they are. It's honestly just amazing, especially as someone who doesn't understand anything about them. It's amazing that when you go to, to turn the car on, that the car works as often as it does. But by like the fifth time I was pulling into Neil's parking lot, I started to feel like I couldn't quite catch a break. I started to feel like while I could, while I could feel God with, with me, with our students this, this past summer, things like CIY Mover or Camp Allendale, I felt like he was really missing in my everyday life. I couldn't feel him in my, in my day to day. So I just started to pray that I'd be maybe more faithful and, and trusting in my everyday life. Then I got sick for two weeks. And little thing after little thing kept popping up. He said, all right, you wanna trust me with the little things? Um, here's a bajillion of them. Trust me with the little things. And I think that was a lesson for me in 2022. Trusting God with the small details of my life. And that's how I want 2023 to look different. And to be honest, I have an opportunity in front of me right now to do that very thing. <laughs> but a lot of great stuff happened last year too, though. And I think it's important to reflect on the good as well, which we'll do a lot today. 2022 was my first full year here at Outlook, uh, which, which has been awesome. Uh, 2022 was the first full year that my wife and I were together. Uh, I had a sister get engaged who's, who's here this morning, which is awesome. I had close friends get married to their, to their high school sweethearts. Uh, Sports-related thing, for those of you who, who follow that. Uh, my Illinois Fighting Illini won a, a Big Ten championship in basketball, which is very cool. Um, they were good at football for the first time in my life, uh, which is great. 
Uh, I mentioned Taylor Swift already, but I've been a big Taylor Swift fan for most of my life, going back to the Fearless days. So the new album plus the bonus tracks is just very great uh, for me. A lot happened in 2022. I turned 24 years old, and if you don't know anything uh, about birthdays, which obviously you all know some things about birthdays, you're here, this, you're here today, um, they stop being cool after like 21, 22. Luckily, Taylor Swift wrote a song for the year 2022, or for the, for the birthday 22, which makes that one special. As a Bulls fan, 23, kind of special, Michael Jordan. Uh, 24, I'm just gonna have to keep making up athletes in my head to keep all these birthdays uh, feeling pretty special. But for the most part, like, the cool birthdays are over. Uh, my dad also got his doctorate uh, this year, which, which is a very cool thing. So there's a lot of great stuff that happened in 2022. And I don't want to even begin to imagine what last year looked like for you. Maybe it was a really hard year. Maybe it was the worst year of your life. Maybe it was the best year of your life. Maybe it was something in between. But today, before we launch into this new year in front of us, I really want us to reflect on the year that was. Where did God show up? Where was he missing? What was my relationship with him like? What might have he been trying to teach me? I think these are all great, great starting points for us this morning. And lucky enough for us, we have an entire book of Psalms, many of which do a whole lot of reflecting and wrestling with some pretty hard questions. And we're going to focus on one specific Psalm here this morning. So if you have your Bibles or your Bible app, go ahead and, and scroll there or flip there and turn with me to Psalm 77. And as uh, you're getting there, I just want to set up this passage for us this morning a little bit. This psalm is written by a guy named Asaph. And Asaph, as he's writing this psalm, is having a pretty rough go of it. And I think he gives us a nice template for us today as we reflect on the year that was and turn toward the year that is. Whether 2022 was a a deep valley for you or a very high hill or mountain, I think there will be much for us to glean from Asaph's words here. So we're going to start here in verses 1 through 2, 1 and 2, Psalm 77. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me when I was in distress. I sought the Lord. At night I stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. So as Asaph is reflecting here, uh, he's not seeing God at all. There was no comfort. He went to the Lord for it, found absolutely none of it. I've certainly been here before. Maybe you have as well. Maybe as you think about 2022, as you reflect, you're struggling to see God in any of it. You reached out to God for comfort during a very hard season, and it felt like you got nothing in return. He was too distant. You just badly wanted, needed God to show up, and it felt like he was as distant as he possibly could be. And Asaph is nowhere close to being done. Continues in verse 3, I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. Asaph continues here, 
to reflect, continues to not see God. His spirit grew faint. He groaned. He was too troubled to speak. In the next three verses, Asaph is going to wrap up this portion of the psalm in a way that's pretty hard to read. and We don't often read passages like this in the Bible, but Asaph's pretty brutally honest here in verses 6 through 9. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Will the Lord reject me forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he withheld his compassion in anger? These are big, huge questions that are heavy, heartbreaking, and maybe where you're sitting this morning, a little relatable. Maybe you found yourself asking a lot of these questions in 2022. Will the Lord reject me forever? Will he never show favor again? Has he failed to deliver on his promises? Where is his goodness, God? Why didn't you show up? Where were you? And maybe you felt that in grief this past year. Something really, really hard has been going on. Maybe you felt that in disappointment this past year. You got your hopes up for something you started to believe and you were let down in a pretty major way. Or maybe you felt that in shame this past year. You gave into the thing that you know that you shouldn't, but God through all that felt distant and angry instead of loving and merciful. This passage is a pretty hard one to read, but if I'm being honest, it gives me quite a bit of comfort. So no matter what you went through in 2022, how distant God may have felt, no matter how angry you might be at him for his silence, there's none of that that he can't handle. I think a lot of times, just being honest, churches can be guilty of not leaving a ton of room for, for questions, for doubt, for grief, for confusion. But right here in Scripture, we see someone who is clearly broken, frustrated, and confused. And as you look back on your year, 2022, if you are confused, angry, upset, questioning, whatever it may be, I want you to know and hear this this morning. This is a safe place, a safe space to explore all of that. I know any of our pastors would love to chat with you, but small groups are also an amazing opportunity to surround yourself with community that walks with you through these kinds of things and seasons with you. You don't have to go through anything in 2023 alone. I hope you hear that, and I hope that you know that this is a place that won't leave you to figure it all out by yourself. But back to Asaph. And Asaph is not done He makes a pretty incredible turn, almost like one verse to the next. And this is kind of where I want us to turn our attention as we look forward to the new year, to this year that we're in right now, 2023. Verse 10. Then I thought, to this I will appeal. 
The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all of your works and meditate on all of your mighty ways. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display power among the people. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. Amen, right? That's awesome stuff. That's who our God is. But in the context of this passage, Asaph goes from, will you reject me forever, to I will remember your miracles. Basically one verse to the next. And I think this is the perfect launch pad for us to remember who our God is and who he will be in the future. As you reflect on this last year and as you look toward, toward the next one, whether good or bad in 2022, can you find instances in your life where God did show up? I know for me, I mentioned a lot of the car issues and the sickness, but also at CIY Move, a week-long experience for our high school students this summer, it was so evident that God was active, alive, and moving among that group of students, and he is still doing all of that work today. At Camp Allendale, a week-long experience for our middle school students. Being able to, to be with middle school students when they see so clearly who God is for them and what he has done for them in their lives and being able to watch him work in their lives and hearts was amazing and encouraging. God was still moving in and through so many different people in my life and, and including myself during my own little trials this year. And I know that's who our God is. And Asaph knows too. He continues here and concludes his psalm. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea. Your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. And that is who our God is. No matter what you went through in 2022, no matter how close or distant God may have felt, this is who he is, was, and will be. I mean, this imagery that Asaph uses here is like this big, like majestic, there's lots of uh, like nature things going on, fire, waves, storms, all that sort of stuff, nothing short of majestic, but it's also really personal. Leading people like a flock, very personal. We had a missionary at Camp Allendale this past summer, and uh, honestly, I, he was also my camp missionary when I was like eight years old, so that's uh, very cool. Uh, his name's Richard, he's from Ghana, and anytime I've ever been around Richard, uh, he teaches uh, this song, and it has very, very simple lyrics. I have a very big God who is always by my side. And that's true. And, and that, that kind of imagery that Asaph paints for us here, it's kind of a similar thing. 
He's a very big God who is always by our side. That is our God. So as we look forward to 2023, I have uh, three kind of key takeaways from Asaph's psalm here that might make this year a success regardless of whatever circumstance that you find yourself in. Uh, The first one is this. Remember who God is. Uh, We just spent the past few minutes doing this. But in 2023, in good situations and in bad, remember who your God is. You can do this in a couple different ways. You can do this by, one, looking back at your own personal life and history, and maybe you can see instances of God showing up and moving in your life, even though you couldn't really see it uh, in the moment. You know, they say hindsight's 2020. so maybe by looking uh, into your own past, into your own life, you can see where God may have shown up. But there's another way to do that, too, and it's by going to the Scriptures. Literally seeing how God has moved with his people for thousands of years. You can even come back to this very psalm if you would like to. But it's everywhere in here. What God's been up to, how he works through his people. So remember who God is. And the second thing uh, this morning is this. Expect God to show up. We just had this incredible month of expecting the coming of Jesus in that manger. All month long, all throughout December here at Outlook, we took a look at all the different characters of the Christmas story, and we had a blast anticipating the birth of Jesus. And the cool thing is, and maybe the necessary thing, is that expectancy doesn't have to end with Christmas. We can continue to expect God to show up in our lives, in our day-to-day, in our daily routines. And honestly, sometimes I think it makes him a little easier to spot. When we have our metaphorical God glasses on and we're looking for him in our day-to-day, in our everyday, in the little things, I think we may see him there. You know, Asaph uses nature to talk about, well, God's nature. Waters, clouds, thunder, lightning, but there's another guy in scripture, his name's Elijah, and he experienced God in the calmest of circumstances. He was maybe expecting a little bit to find God, to see God through the big fire, the big waves, a huge storm, but that's not how he experienced God. God showed up to Elijah in the smallest of ways, in the smallest of whispers. So expect God to show up in 2023. And maybe not in the ways that you ever would expect God to show up. Maybe in 2023, God's going to show up at the dinner table this year. As you have conversations and as you break bread with the people that you share life with. Maybe God will show up at a game night with friends in 2023. Maybe God will show up in your devotional reading on a random Thursday morning. Maybe God will show up at a practice or at a concert. Maybe God will show up in a timely text or call from a friend or a loved one. I don't know how he'll show up in 2023, but expect him to and see 
what he might do in your life this year. And the third thing is this. Commit to community. We touched on this a few minutes ago, but I think at some point we will go through a season where we feel a lot like Asaph does here in the first nine verses of this psalm. Broken, defeated, lost, confused. And it's important in those times to surround yourself with people who may be going through that too, who maybe have seen the other side of it, all kinds of different experiences, and that's what makes small groups so great. And here at Outlook, we truly believe that small groups are foundational and vital and very important, so much so that we have small groups around here from like sixth graders all the way on up. Community is an essential part of this walk with God, and we cannot bypass it. Because these seasons that Asaph lived in described in great detail are hard. And having people around you who love you, who will walk with you, alongside you, that is vital and will make those seasons feel way less lonely for you. So I implore you to get plugged in into a small group. Talk to any of us pastors. Talk to someone you know who's in a small group. See how you can get plugged in if you're not already. It may be, as we sit here in 2023, and there's a lot of resolutions and goals and opportunities, today is an opportunity to make one of the the best decisions that you can make. Jumping into committed, accountable community. So that's the three. Remember expect, commit. I don't know the official term for this, but like when uh, the first letter of each word kind of like spells a real word, uh, you can kind of like see it. Uh, Wreck, if you just want to make that your thing this year in 2023, uh, remember, expect, commit. No matter what 2022 looked like for you, 2023 is here and there's an opportunity in front of us to start new, to start fresh, So let's remember who our God is, expect him to show up, and commit to community. And I love that we are here on January 1st of a new year. I think, like I mentioned a lot today, it brings a lot of new opportunities, uh, a time to start fresh, to, to start anew. There's a new year in front of us. And the thing that actually doesn't change with the new year that we do every week here at Outlook is we take uh, the bread and the juice uh, for communion. A chance to reset every week and to really think and pray about how good Jesus is and how much he loves us, regardless of the circumstances that we find ourselves in. Like I said, we do this every week here at Outlook. Uh, We take the bread and the juice as a reminder of Jesus' body broken for us and blood poured out for us. So let's take the bread together now. And the juice as a reminder of Jesus' blood spilled for us. Let's pray. God, we come before you on January 1st, at the start of a new year, and God, this past year may have looked like a lot of different things for everyone in this room, good, bad, somewhere in between, but God, we know that you are good, 
Help us to remember that and to reflect on it because you have been so good to us, sending your son to die on a cross for us and to be raised again three days later, giving us hope for all time. So God, be with us today as we start this new year and help us to trust in you more and more as the days go on. God, we pray all this in your name. Amen.